0: You're listening to the Blue Water Area's leader in live play by play of high school baseball. Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Now, let's go, let's go to the go Diamond to the with Brady Beaton.
1: Hello and welcome Hello in here on, on GetStuckOnSports.com get for, for state, state semifinal course. baseball action. Traverse, Traverse City, St. St. Francis taking on the Richmond Blue Devils. Should, should be a good game. game. Our second, second semifinal, semifinal game, game today, today here on, on GetStuckOnSports.com. Get Earlier today, Marysville Mary's advanced to the step the state championship with a semifinal win over Chelsea 7-1. First time in 30 years, the Vikings are going to play for a state title congratulations, title. congratulations to, them. to them but now we now turn our attention here at McLean, McLean stadium, stadium to the baseball, the baseball diamond, diamond and the, and the, the Richmond Blue, Blue Devil, Devil. Devil. Let's take Let's a take look a to look see to how see both help teams help got here. here, here, here. here. The number, the number five, 5 ranked Blue Devils, Devils in the district, district semifinals defeated K-PAC fairly here. easily. Bats came alive, 13-1 Thir- one victory one there. there. In the, in the finals, finals, they, they beat they Algonac, Algonac, a team they had lost twice, twice to earlier years. in the season, 8-4. Eight 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 in, in the regional semifinals, semifinals they got off to an up, 8-0, 8-0 lead 8-0 over Royal, Royal Oak Shrine and cruised and to an 8-5 victory. The regional finals, they knocked off Hemlock 10-2 without much problem. The quarterfinal was much of the same, a 13-2 win over New Long funny enough, enough they, they only, only finished, finished third, third in the in the, in the blue, blue water, water area, area conference. conference as we'll look, we'll look, at, look at Traverse, Traverse City, City St. Francis, Francis as well they got started with an 11 to 1 win over Grayling They then beat Elk Rapids, 16-0 to claim a district final. In the regional semifinal, 9-2 win over Harbor Springs. They then beat Oscoda, 3-2, and then Everett in the quarterfinal, 3-1. So looking at these two teams, Traverse City, St. Francis is ranked 14th they're 27 and 9 on the year richmond number five they're ranked 30 and 5 both teams being introduced and we'll take this time to play our first break and when we come back we'll have the michaels car center starting lineup along with first pitch you're listening to high school softball here or high school baseball here on get
3: Art on the River, three days of art and music featuring local artists, crafters and bands hosted by Citizens for a Vibrant Community, June 11th, 12th and 13th at Kiefer Park near downtown Port Huron. Come on down to the shores of the St. Clair River and enjoy this three-day family-friendly event. For more information, including times and featured artists, go to ArtOnTheRiverPH.com That's ArtOnTheRiverPH.com Come to Art on the River, June 11th, 12th and 13th in Port Huron, hosted by Citizens for
4: Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations
3: in Bad Axe, Birch Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. If your
4: window stick,
0: <sighs> slip, <laughs> squeak,
5: or leak, Replace them with Anderson windows with low e-glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement.
6: Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help. Before Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to
7: Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change anytime. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender.
3: forty four Do you have the right financial
8: advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 5- here in You Avenue, need an experienced company standing Ameriprise ready to
3: help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports. Prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville. Give O'Connor Realty a call at eight. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval.
1: Wow! I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center,
3: 4371 24th Avenue. Fort Let's with get back
0: to the 16. game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on GetStuckOnSports.com, getting ready for
1: semifinal action. Traverse City, St. Francis going up against the Richmond Blue Devils. First time Richmond has been here since they went back-to-back Years they lost both years in those uh, in the finals, so they have been 2 and 0 in the semifinals under coach Scott Evans in his 10th season. 237 and 72 is his record. Let's give you now the Michaels Car Center starting lineups for the visiting team, the Richmond Blue Devils. Leading off at third, Carson G. Batting second, number two, the first baseman, Ben Hitzelberger. Joe Parnello will be catching and bat third. Reese Rinna is batting cleanup in right field. The DH batting fifth, Hudson Davenport. Jackson Jones will stand in left field and bat sixth. Mitch Dabalier is at second, batting seventh. Jake Ball is pitching today, and he'll bat eighth. And Denny Saligan will patrol center field and round out the lineup. They will be facing Charlie Peterson. Some numbers on him from Traverse City St. Francis on the mound, 9-2. and With a 1.94 ERA, he's a left-handed, tall pitcher, so he will have—they will have a big task ahead of them. Richmond, though, they have handled their way through the postseason. Uh, their probably most stressed game was against Algonac, eight to four. Their closest game was Royal Oak Shrine, eight five, but they were up eight nothing in that one. As we get ready, Carson G. Comes up. He's going to bat from the right-handed batter's box. Into the motion. The first pitch comes, and G will take strike one. Called, and we are underway here at McLean Stadium in East Lansing, home of the Michigan State Spartans. 0 and 1. The count to G into the motion. Next pitch comes. Breaking ball catches the plate quickly. 0 and 2. On the leadoff hitter Carson G. G crowds the plate a bit. Puts the weight on his front foot. Next pitch comes. Breaking ball misses outside. One and two. This will be the second of four semifinals we'll have on GetStuckOnSports.com. Richmond softball is tomorrow along with Mooney baseball. The 1 2 pitch comes. That one's hit into shallow right field and that will drop in between the right and center fielders for a leadoff single for Carson G. G didn't really try to do too much with that, just went with the pitch, threw his hands at it, and next thing you know, he got a leadoff hit for the Blue Devils as Ben Hitzelberger. Will come up to bat. Hitzelberger. Lefty-lefty matchup. Left-handed thrower and left-handed batter. First pick, or no, it's going to be a pickoff over. Back in time is G. Hitzelberger. Hitzelberger. Awaits for the first pitch and they'll pick off over again unsuccessfully. One ball, no strike. Slide step delivery, Hitzelberger lays down a bunt, goes back to the pitcher, Peterson, only play will be at first, he'll take it there and he moves up G into scoring position with the sacrifice. With Joe Perinello coming up, be one on, one out here in the top of the first. Richmond looking to give their pitcher ball a little bit of of cushion before he even steps on the mound. Perinello, Perinello with an open stance. First pitch comes, breaking ball, called strike. Started with the soft stuff. Or you have G leading off second. Next pitch comes. That's low and in the dirt. Good block by the catcher, Schmuckle. One ball, one strike, one out. One runner on here in the top of the first. Peterson takes his time. Looks into the catcher, Schmuckle now comes set. Working from the middle of the rubber, slide, step, delivery. That one's fouled off deep into the wooded area around the first baseline. One ball, two strikes. The Dimensions here at McLean Stadium are unique. As it's 4.03 to dead center, 3.40 down the left field line. There's nothing down the right field line. Have to assume it's similar. But from the right field foul pole to center, there is a hill not too dissimilar from what the Houston Astros had a while ago. His next pitch, ground ball to the pitcher that's going to be caught, thrown to third, and they have G in a rundown. Throw back to second. G's heading down to third. They'll toss it back. He's just basically running the shuttle drill right now. They'll get in and finally gets tagged out after about four throws. So G aggressive and a nice snag from Peterson at the mound. It is out number two. Parnello gets on with the fielder's choice. Now one on, two outs, with the runner's now on on first is we're going to have a courtesy runner come on. See who that courtesy runner is. And now Reese Rinna comes up to bat. Rinna's going to bat from the left side. Second lefty-lefty matchup for Peterson here in the inning. First pitch comes, breaking ball away, can't catch the plate at all. 1-0 the count. Peterson comes set, going to throw over to first back easily is the runner. I believe that is number four, Dylan Parker. One and zero, oh the count on the cleanup hitter Renna. Big man Hudson Davenport waits on deck. Next pitch turned on, but grounded foul towards the Richmond dugout.
6: One
1: and one, the count. Parker gets a lead off of first. Peterson turns his attention to the plate, fastball misses off the plate away, two and one. But again, talking about the dimensions here, there is a hill from center field all the way to the right field line. Uh, It it would take a really good poke to get one out there. Someone hits a home run here, they really deserved it. Next pitch goes behind, Rina, throw back to the base and it's dropped by the first baseman, Richards. Good hitter's count for Renna. Three balls, one strike, two down for the Blue Devils here in the top of the first. Peterson comes set, slide step delivery, misses away, and Renna will trot down to first. First walk of the game for Peterson. That brings up the big man, Hudson Davenport. The future Eastern Michigan Eagle kicks around some dirt, steps out. He was one of three different Blue Devils to Homer in a four-batter sequence against Royal Oak Shrine back in the regional semifinal. First pitch comes. It's a called strike. It was Parnello, Davenport, and Dabalier that all hit home runs on, on three out of four batters. The bats have been alive all postseason, and they're in a good spot to get a run here in the top of the first. 0-1 pitch comes, taken, gets away from the catcher, Schmeckel, and that'll move two runners into scoring position now. Parker on third, Rinna on second. 1-1 one, one count to Hudson Davenport. Even for this cavernous outfield here at McLean Stadium, they are playing Davenport deep. They are respecting his bat. Peterson comes set. He's Gonna step off the mound and gather himself. Know that it's a big at bat, even though it's the top of the first. He's gonna move from the windup now into the motion. First pitch, or the next pitch comes, and it's gonna be a strike. Umpire thought about it for a second. Said, yes, it did catch the plate, fooled the scoreboard operator. Counts one and two. Holding the ball in front of his face, Peterson. It's a sign from his catcher, Schmechel. Takes his time, working from the first base, side of the rubber, the delivery. Swung on and missed. He fooled Davenport. Did it hit the dirt? They're going to throw down to first just to make sure, and they get Davenport by a step, so... it. We took a little extra effort, one more throw than they wanted, but a strikeout to Hudson Davenport ends the threat in the top of the first. Nothing, nothing. Richmond and Traverse City, St. Francis tied. We'll head to the bottom of inning number one. We'll be back in a moment on GetStuckOnSports.com.
6: Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from Certain Keyed Roofing.
9: Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located.
0: Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on Get Stuck on Un- Sports.com. your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on
1: GetStuckOnSports.com, bottom of the first, Traverse City, St. Francis coming up to bat. Let's look at the Gladiators' starting lineup, brought to you by Michaels Car Center, your dealer for the people. Leading off and catching, Aiden Schmuckle. Shortstop bat second, Jack Hitchens. Charlie Peterson, the pitcher, will bat third. The cleanup hitter stands at first base, Cody Richards. Jimmy Mozolyakovic will be at third, batting fifth. Center fielder Josh Grobes bats sixth. Aiden Ferris stands in right field, batting seventh. Corbin Domnez will be the designated hitter batting eight. And rounding out the lineup in left field is Jack Pritchard on the mound in the semifinal game. Is Jake Ball, a right-handed pitcher. He works from the first base side of the rubber out of the windup, and the first pitch misses bad high and away. To the left-handed, hitting Aiden Schmuckle. Ball into the windup, the 1-0 pitch again. Misses away badly. Had no chance of catching any part of the plate. 2-0 the count. Ball stretches out his arms in front of him. The 2-0 delivery to Schmuckel. Pitch comes and gets over for strike one. By the way, Wesley is the shortstop for Richmond. He's being DH'd for by Hudson Davenport. 2-1 Pish comes. Again, misses in the right-handed batter's box. 3-1 and one the count, and the three misses have been bad misses. Ball taking a second to adjust his hat. Maybe try to calm himself down. Big deep breath from ball, 3-1 pitch comes. That one swung through and the count goes full. 3-2 pitch, coming up to the leadoff hitter, Aiden Schmuckle, into the windup, ball delivers. Fastball fouled back to the protective netting behind home plate. They are playing Schmuckle to go the other way a bit. Center fielder Saligan, about 15 feet to the left of second base. If he pulls one in that right center gap, he'll be running for a while. Full count offering comes. Misses high and away. Lead off walk. He battled with Schmuckle, but eventually Schmuckle had the patience. He'll go down to first as Hitzelberger comes over, giving him a little pat on the arm. As Jake Jack Hitchens comes up, Hitchens a right-handed batter. See how patient they want their shortstop to be here, being the number two hitter and ball when he's missed, missed badly. A, a I would say less than half-hearted move over to first. Ball comes set, holds the ball about chin high, slide step delivery, and he splits the plate in two for strike one. Much better first pitch here to the second hitter, Hitchens. Third baseman, G, playing on the edge of the grass. First baseman, Hitzelberger, holding on the runner, Schmuckel. Stepping off the back of the mound is Ball. Again, they're playing the outfield the same way now for a right-handed hitter. Again, Saligan, maybe even a little more, 20, 25 feet as he turns the bunt, pulls it back, and it's going to be a called ball. One and one the count. Saligan, again, as I was mentioning, very far to his right, the batter's left, towards the left field side. Throw to first back in sliding is Schmuckle. So very conscious of that runner over there, Schmuckle. Coming set, ball, waits a beat, now another, now another, and finally steps off. A Time might have been called at the plate. You have to call time if you're the batter Hitchens. He probably was set for, I would say, close to 10 seconds. Ball comes set once again. One and one offering. Turns the bunt. Gets it down. Gets it out in front. Ball field it with his bare hand. Turn to first. Get Hitchens easily. The sacrifice bunt from St. Francis works. Gets Smuckle up to second for the pitcher, Charlie Peterson. And not only is he their ace pitcher, he's been their best bat this year. 4.78 average. Six long balls for the tall right-hander, Peterson. So again, a rare breed left-handed hurler, right-handed batter, Schmuckle leads off second, first pitch in the dirt, good block by Paranello. One ball, no strikes. Ball looks in, comes set. Now he's going to hold the ball waist high as he looks back to second. Big leg kick delivery. That one's hit high in the air to right field. Renna going to take two steps back, camp underneath it. He'll bring it in. Schmuckle heading to third. A long throw gets cut off by ear at second. So he gets a dangerous hitter in Peterson out with a flyout. Moves Schmuckle up to third for the cleanup hitter, Cody Richards. Cody Richards, not too far behind Charlie Peterson, hitting 429, has 10 doubles, driven in 29 runs as the first pitch comes from ball. Gonna be a line drive back up the middle for a base hit. Traverse City, St. Francis will strike first. RBI base hit from Cody Richards. He jumped on the first pitch. So manufacturing a run, Performed at its finest. Got on with a walk. Laid down a sack bunt. A fly ball moved him over to third. And then a base hit. Scores the run. First pitch comes here to Musilakovic. Third baseman swings through the first one for strike one. Ball. Checks over his shoulder, now comes set, holds the ball chest high. Working from the first base side of the rubber, leg kick delivery. A wave and a miss at one from Musilakovich, 0-2. Looked like that was a late decision to swing, a very long swing from the Gladiator third baseman. 0-2 the count, ball slide steps this time, swing and a miss, got him. So gets a strikeout to end the inning, but not before Traverse City St. Francis can score on the RBI single from Cody Richards. We'll head to the second inning. Gladiators lead the Blue Devils by one. We'll be back in a moment on GetStuckOnSports.com.
4: When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice and the trail meets its match because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri County Equipment's 10 locations
3: in Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri we County Equipment at Port Huron Schools, your district of choice.
10: Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phast.com.
0: Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here get on
1: GetStuckOnSports.com. Richmond with the second set of at-bats. They trail one nothing after an inning of play due up for the Blue Devils. Jackson Jones, Mitch Dabalier, and Jake Ball. Charlie Peterson walked one and struck one out in the first inning. Had two runners in scoring position, but a big strikeout to Hudson Davenport got him out of the inning. First pitch, a slow one gets over for a called strike one to Jones. Jones, right-handed batter. Holds the bat high over that right shoulder. The 0-1 pitch. Turns on one, but hit right at the shortstop. Hitchens, a good swing goes unrewarded for Jones, and it's one up and one down here in the the top of the second. Quickly, Mitch Dabalier will get his first hacks. Dabalier takes a big exhale, steps into the batter's box, crowds the plate. Pretty straight up stance. First pitch comes to him and he'll watch one away for ball one. St. Francis' is outfield and whole defense playing pretty straight up. Right fielder might be in a bit, turning a bunt, pulls it back at the last moment. It's going to be a called strike by the home played umpire. One and one, the count to double ear. Beautiful day for baseball. Partly cloudy, not a lot of wind. There's about 84 degrees out. Next pitch, in on the hands, ball two. Although in on the hands for a lot of these Richmond hitters can be deceiving. They crowd the plate. Something that might look inside. Actually could catch part of the plate, two and one the count. Next pitch to Dabalier, bounces in. 58-foot fastball. Three and one the count. Risk giving up his second walk in as many innings. The Catcher Schmeckle going to take his time and meander out to his pitcher, Peterson, just to make sure he's all right. Three and one the count. Peterson holds the ball in front of his face, takes a deep breath, now into the motion. The lefty delivers and misses outside, ball four. Second walk for Peterson. We'll see how patient Richmond wants to be with it. Second walk given up. As now it'll be a pitcher versus pitcher matchup as ball comes into the right-handed batter's box, waves the bat over the right shoulder, Leading off a of first ear turns the bunt, pulls it back. It's going to miss away for ball one. 1-0 and, oh. uh, it, uh, but That's one and oh count, slide step delivery, a swing and a miss. Hit and run was on. Throw to second, wildly goes into center field. Dabalier gets up from slide and has the third. A missile to third base, but it won't be in time. Dabalier moves up two stations, and he will just be 90 feet away from giving Richmond their first and tying run here in the second inning. Could tell the hit and run was on because that pitch was high and away, and Ball tried to make some sort of contact with it as now the infield comes in. Everyone at the edge of the cutout. One ball, one strike, the pitch comes to Ball. He bends out of the way of one that wasn't too far inside. It's called Ball up high. Two and one the count. Leading off a third, ears. ball swings through, strike two. Count evens at two and two. Ball just looking to do a job. Hard ground ball up the middle, even with the infield in, still would be a tough play. Outfield not playing any differently. So get one in the air. It can tie this game. The 2-2 pitch. Ball swing and a miss at the fastball away. But Peterson records his second punch out. And now it will take a base hit from the center fielder, Danny Saligan. He wants to tie this game up here in the second. nothing. Traverse City St. Francis leads. Runner on third, two down. Saligan taps the plate. Again, crowds the plate. Holds the, ball, holds the bat fairly straight up. Peterson, out of the windup, will miss away for ball one. First pitch misses outside to Saligan. Peterson's had to throw probably more pitches than he would like to here in the first couple innings. Next pitch misses up high. Saligan's patient. And if you're Peterson, you do not want to give a free pass to the nine-hole hitter. Not that Saligan can't hit. He's another solid bat in that lineup but you don't want to see this lineup turn over with action on the base paths. 2-0 and the count pitch comes, and he misses away 3-0. and Have to imagine Scott Evans uh, is telling his player Saligan, you are not swinging at anything here. I don't care if it's a beach ball coming in. 3-0 pitch, and it will be called strike one. So now Saligan's going to lift the bat off the shoulder. Carson G waits on deck. He had a base hit to start the ball game. pitch comes, swung and hit hit to center field, and only going a couple steps to the right is Groves, and he brings it in for out number three. A good swing from Saligan. Unfortunately, it was right at Groves. He had him played perfectly. After an inning and a half, it's still Traverse City, St. Francis 1, Richmond nothing. We'll be back momentarily here on GetStuckOnSports.com.
0: Sports.com, your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: Back on Get Stuck on Sports.com, Traverse City, St. Francis' turn to get their second set of at-bats. It will be 6-7-8, do up Groves, Ferris, and Donas. As ball goes into the motion, first pitch, turn and rocketed to right field. Running back is Renner, that's going to get over his head. It's up on the hill into the wall, going to second with a stand-up double is Aiden Ferris. He jumped on the first pitch ball through. Excuse me, Josh Groves jumped on the first pitch he got and absolutely crushed it. That fence juts out pretty quickly in both right and left field. And i have to imagine that was probably close to 360 feet away from home plate where that ball landed. Lead-off double for the center fielder, Groves. Aiden Ferris now comes up. Wags the bat over the right shoulder right-handed batter already has a runner in scoring position as he turns to bunt. Jogging in was Hitzelberger, and ball will feign a throw to second. Nine. Coming set, ball, slide step delivery. Bunt is popped up, but it's going to go way too far back off the protective netting. Paranello never had a chance to get it. as the Gladiators have shown that they are willing to play small ball early and often. Manufacture runs if they need to. They did it successfully in the first. They only recorded one hit in the first inning and it netted them a run. The 0-1 pitch, a bunt pulled back and it's gonna be called strike two. Umpire has a delayed right hand. Sometimes (laughs) it feels like he thinks about it for a second. 0-2 the count. Ferris is probably going to have to swing away now with two strikes on him. Chokes up a bit on the bat. The 0-2. Turns the bunt and he pushes it down the first baseline. And that's rolling and that's going to hit off the bag. And they picked it up at the last second. Dabalier did. It was a smart play by Hitzelberger to try to allow that ball to roll. Because it looked like from every angle that that was going to hook foul. It just went parallel with the first baseline all the way down to first. And at the last moment, Dabalier picked it up, stepped on the bag. Moving up to third is Groves. So a gutsy two-strike bunt works. Second sacrifice bunt of the day for St. Francis as Corbin Domez comes up. 1-0 One and zero, oh the count. The Runner on th- third is Groves. Ball looks in first. The second pitch is a called strike. One ball, one strike. One and one.
6: Mostly sunny.
1: A few in the one-one right? to Domrez. A ball low as the big fella designated hitter trying to double the gladiators lead doesn't need to do anything crazy richmond the middle infield going to concede a run if a ball's hit to him sitting in normal depth even at first base hitzelberger well behind the bag 2-1 curveball and that got a piece of domrez so the hit by pitch puts runners on the corners for the nine-hole hitting, Jack Pritchard. And there's going to be a meeting at the mound. This looks like it's player-initiated. No coach coming out from the Richmond dugout. And there's going to be a pinch runner. That is number 25, Caleb Frankie. Runner's on first and third, and now with a much speedier Frankie at first. The steal of second could be on. See what they want to do with Pritchard. At the top of the lineup following. Might want to get the double play out of out of order. His ball comes set. Holds the ball chest high. Slide step delivery. A pitch out. And they look, they look. Groves back to third. Ball shrugs his shoulders, holds the ball behind his backside. Comes set, holds it chest high. Throws bunt pulled back, two and zero the count. Something I've noticed about Ball, when he's gone to the stretch, he's held the. He's come set at different spots. Sometimes he holds it belt high. Sometimes it's chest high. And I've seen it even go about chin height is right now it's chest high. The 2-0 pitch pulls the bunt back and it's a called strike this time. Two and one. Two balls, one strike, one out. In middle infield in double play depth. Hitzelberger holding on the runner at first. G standing close to the bag at third. Already turning to bunt is Pritchard as ball comes set. Now time called at the plate. Maybe trying to get in the head of Jake Ball a bit as there's already a man warming up down at the bullpen, down the right field line. I believe that is Nettles. Have to double check. Yeah, that is Ryan Nettles, the lefty warming up in the bullpen. Throw over to third, not no issue. Two balls, one strike, the count. Runners on the corners as Pritchard is taking his sweet time getting into that batter's box. 2-1 pitch as Pritchard chokes way up on the bat. And another time called, and to be fair to the batter Pritchard, ball does hold that ball for a while when he comes set. Two and one, the count still. It's been that for, it feels like, the last five minutes. Turns the throw, ball misses upstairs, neck high. Three balls, one strike. You do not want to walk the nine hitter and load the bases for the top of the order. You don't really want to walk to load the bases anytime, but especially when you have one, two, three waiting in the shadows. Three, one pitch. Coming from ball, nope, he steps off. I think he realizes how critical of a juncture this is only in the second inning. Now steps off again as Coach Evans coming out to talk. He may be trying to stall and give Nettles some time. I think that might be what Coach Evans was doing. Three and one the count is... Nettles has been warming up. He's now throwing from the rubber down the right field line. Thank you for joining me. I've been Brady Beaton here on GetStuckOnSports.com. This is game two of four semifinals we will have all weekend long. Marysville already cashed their ticket to the softball state championship with a 7-1 win over Chelsea. Richmond looking to get back to a state championship for the third time this decade. Softball will also be looking to get to a third state title game this decade with a game tomorrow. And Cardinal Mooney will be playing Maple City Glen Lake. I will be on the call for that one tomorrow as well as everyone returns to their positions. Ball looks in, gonna hold the ball chest high, charging in the shortstop. And they're gonna let the runner take second with defensive indifference, a called strike. Counts full. Counts full, runners in scoring position. Coming set, a full count to Pritchard. Misses above the letters for ball four. Base is now loaded. So now Hitzelberger will come over to talk to Ball again. Again, they might just be stalling for time here. And now Coach Evans gonna come out to the mound. He points to Nettles and he will come in. So Ball only goes One and a third innings. He's responsible for all three runners on as Ryan Nettles comes in to try to clean up the mess here in the second. We'll take a break as he warms up. You're listening to high school semifinal baseball here on GetStuckOnSports.com.
0: on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on
1: GetStuckOnSports.com. Nettles just finished his last warm-up pitch. What a situation to inherit. State semifinal game, 1-0. Traverse City, St. Francis leads here in the bottom of the second. One away. Bases are loaded. And the top of the order coming up, it'll be Aiden Schmeckle. Left-handed batter. Nettles would love a ground ball. Holds the ball, chin high, now into the windup. First pitch comes, turn, fired, fair ball down the first baseline. That'll score a couple runs and that'll be extra basis for Schmeckel. Two runs come in, Renna picks it up, throws into Dabalier at second, and a two RBI double from Schmeckel makes it a three nothing game for St. Francis. Runners on second and third with one away as now Jack Hitchens comes up 0 for 0 today with the sack bunt. Nettles in the motion brings the ball over his head. First pitch is over for strike one. Now Richmond feels like they're kinda on their heels. They go down five nothing in the second. You kind of start going into damage control mode. The 0-1 pitch, an off-speed hit foul down the third baseline, 0-2. That's a good start for Nettles after giving up the two-RBI double. 0-2 on the two-hole hitting Hitchens. But it doesn't get any easier after Hitchens, Peterson and Richards. Arguably the two best hitters on the St. Francis lineup. 0-2 0-2 count, misses low in the dirt, a warm burner. One ball, two strikes. Leading off of third is Pritchard off a of second Schmeckel. Big exhale from Nettles goes into the motion, the offering. A slap hit back up the middle, fielded by Dobbler. The only play you'll have is to go to first. So Hitchens does the job. Four-three ground out makes it four nothing. St. Francis leads as Schmeckel moves over to third. Charlie Peterson comes up, and we gave you his stats before. Just a hair under 500 hitter for the season. He hit a shot the opposite field to Renna to start the game. On his first at bat in the third inning, I should say. The nothing nothing pitch comes and misses away
6: 1-0 so
1: right offering coming and to the pitch comes and it misses for ball two slightly off center to the left here at mclean stadium at michigan state university so not the perfect view for balls and strikes. The 2-0 pitch misses upstairs and quickly 3 and 0. You don't really want to throw Charlie Peterson anything. As he goes in the windup, takes sign on all the way as he splits the plate for strike 1. 3 balls, 1 strike to so the one hit, or the three-hole hitter. Charlie Peterson. The 3-1 pitch comes, a curve ball, and Peterson just twirls that bat back. Looked like he was almost upset at the walk. Runners on the corners. Infield gonna come in again as this marathon second inning continues trying to calm down Nettles. As I don't know what the official reasons were, but there was word that there was, quote, arm soreness in the Richmond lineup. Took a while to get the starting lineups. So I don't know who that pertains to or how many it pertains to. Just relaying what I was told. As Cody Richards comes up, swings at the first one and a high fly ball, not deep, coming in for Rena. That could be a no man's land as Dabaleer calls him off and makes a running catch deep on the outfield grass. But three runs come in to score for the Gladiators. They lead at four to nothing as we head to the third inning. You're listening to High School sem- Semi Final Baseball and Get Stuck On Sports.com.
3: 7,
0: Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: Here at McLean Stadium, third inning about to get underway. Traverse City St. Francis leads Richmond 4-0 as the Gladiators already got to the Richmond bullpen. Ryan Nettles had come in and had a bases loaded jam. But now the top of the third, it will be top of the order due up for the Richmond Blue Devils. G. Hitzelberger, and Joe Parnello coming up. And you'd like to get at least one run back to kind of calm the waters. You don't need to get them all back here. It's only the third inning. But at least they, they've gotten to Peterson a little bit. They have one hit. They've had four base runners. As the first pitch comes And does that hit? G. no, he lifted his leg over top of it. 1 and 0 the count to G. He singled to lead off the game. That's been Richmond's only hit. 1-0 pitch. Low. Maybe a bit inside as well. Dealer's choice there. 2 and 0 the count. G leans back in the stance. Swings and misses at 1-0. Got a piece of it doesn't matter. Strike 1 nonetheless. Winner of this game would play the winner of Buchanan and Liggett. That is the 5 o'clock game here. Well, I say 5 o'clock. It's been running a bit behind, so probably more like 6. Next pitch, a bender that just froze G2 into the count. Nice pitch from Charlie Peterson. Peterson in a rhythm now. Gets on the rubber, into the motion. Delivery comes. A weak little tapper foul down the third base side. Two balls, two strikes. First batter of the inning, Carson G. Peterson, wasting no time. He's in attack mode right now. I think he smells blood in the water. The 2-2 pitch comes. G is frozen, and I think he knew it. Strike three called. Third punch out of the game for Peterson. He's had one in each inning so far. As Ben Hitzelberger comes up, he laid down a sack bunt his first time up. The lefty-lefty matchup. Goes the first pitch, a bender that bends way out of the zone. One and O count, coming. Fastball called, strike on the edge. Peterson into the motion for the 1-1 one, one pitch. Fast ball, a same spot, caught the black on the outside part of the plate. Counts one and two to Ben Hitzelberger. See what he comes with here, the 1-2 pitch. Curve ball, froze the second straight batter. There was no argument from G, and then no argument from Hitzelberger. I think it's just nasty stuff coming off the hand of Charlie Peterson right now. So it'll be up to Joe Parnello to kind of manufacture a two-out rally. They're down 4-0 here in the second. Nobody on. First two batters punched out looking. First pitch, an off speed, and it's a called strike. 0-1 the count. Parnello with an open stance throw goes behind him. Second time today that Peterson has gone behind a batter. I don't think it's intentional. He's also spiked one about four feet short of home plate. Next pitch, way out in front of it, a two-hopper field on a waist-high bounce to Mazalakovich and the throw to first not in time. And I think they said it might have been dropped. Well, we have an official scorer here at the state semifinals, so I don't have to make the decisions in my book. And they give it an error. So score that E3 in your books if you're keeping it at home. Now Reese Rinna comes up. He walked out all the way to second before the inning ended back in the first. Running again is Parker for Parnello. First pitch missed away. Maybe a bit low as well. One ball, no strikes. Coming set, Peterson having to work from the stretch. Maybe that's all the changeup you need if you're Richmond. Slide step away, 2-0. Sometimes when a pitcher just gets comfortable working from the windup, just getting them to change a little thing up, especially with some really good hitters coming up is all you need. Next pitch grounded foul past the first base coaching box, two and one the count. Might only be a runner on first with two outs, but with the way the Richmond bats can heat up and you've seen it all year, their lowest scoring output in the postseason, eight runs. You don't want to really give them any life. Pickoff move over to first. Snap move did not get uh, did not get. Excuse me, Parker. Two and one. The count. Two outs here in the top of the third. Four nothing. Travis City St. Francis. As Renna turns on one, it's a hot shot into right field. That'll be a base hit for the right fielder Renna, and the inning stays alive. And runners are on first and second. As Hudson Davenport comes up to hit. An up Davenport an <laughs> imposing figure in that right-handed batter's box listed at 6'4", 220. And that might be selling him short. That might have been his measurements before the season. First pitch called strike, caught the knees. outfield again really respecting the heart of the richmond order shortstop hitchens is about a step in front of the outfield grass next pitch taking the other way line drive base hit into right field evans waving parker around third and that'll score a run and richmond with a two-out rally gets at least one back on the hudson davenport rbi single So all that started with a drop ball over at first, and then Arena and Hudsonport back-to-back base hits, and it's 4-1 to one now. Traverse City St. Francis leads. Jackson Jones comes up. He lined one right to shortstop last time up. If he can move that about five feet to either direction, he can score another run here. First pitch comes to Jones, and he swings through an off-speed for strike one. Rennon at third, Davenport at first. See how aggressive coach Scott Evans wants to be with runners at the corners. 0-1 no pitch, slide step delivery, misses away. Schmeckle looked like he was waiting for some action on the base pass, never came. One ball, one strike. 1-1 one, one pitch, slide step delivery, swung on and missed. Had Jones out on his front foot. Rinna stands on third, leads off a bit. Davenport conservative lead over at first. Takes another half step. Davenport goes to second and it'll be a foul tip back to the backstop. Count remains one and two. One and two the count. Peterson comes set, picks off over to first, back in without breaking a sweat is Davenport. Runners on first and third. Next pitch comes, turned on, hit to left field, going back is Groves, and he'll bring it in in the left center gap for the final out. Two good swings for Jackson Jones, but he has no hits to show for it. Richmond gets a run back on the Hudson-Davenport RBI single. We head to the bottom of the third. It is Traverse City St. Francis 4, Richmond 1. You're listening to High School Baseball on GetStuckOnSports.com.
7: Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia, and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July first, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender.
4: If your windows stick, <laughs>
5: slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, Replace them with Anderson windows with low e-glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement.
6: Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and
0: after the show. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: Moselyakovich, Groves, and Ferris due up for his Traverse City, St. Francis. Here in the bottom of the third, four-run Traverse City, St. Francis leads. First pitch, oh, wow, wild thing. Ryan Nettles missed to the backstop. Parnello didn't even get out of his stance to attempt to grab that one. One and on the count. Richmond got what I like to call the settle-down run. In the top of the inning is the next pitch, a high fly ball hit to shallow right field. Renna coming in, he'll call off Davalier and bring it in for out number one. That brings up Josh Groves, who roped a double, his first time up, burned Reese Renna, and that wasn't because Renner was out of position; he just hit it that well. Like I said, Richmond, I call it the settle down run. You give up three in the bottom of the second. You don't need to get them all back in the third. Just get one back to kind of, you know, ease the tension, stop the momentum, and then they get the first batter to fly out rather easily. As Nettles comes in, he gets to start with a fresh inning this time instead of inheriting a bases loaded jam as the first pitch misses low and inside. want to know the count, pitch comes, caught the letters for strike one, evens the count at one aside. And thank you for joining us here on getstuckonsports.com. We will have semi-final action, two more games tomorrow. Richmond softball will be on stream one, Mooney baseball on stream two, as the next pitch is golfed into right field and Rinna and Saligan converge. Saligan's the one that ultimately makes the catch for out number two, Nettles coming out and getting two quick outs. Against, uh, against a uh, good part of the St. Francis order. Five and six hitters set down rather easily as Aiden Ferris comes up. He's not swung the bat yet. He laid down what I would deem almost a perfect sacrifice bunt. He kept it about six inches inside the first base foul line the whole way down. First pitch to him is going to be a ball. Here's a right-handed batter. Looking just to get someone on the base pass for St. Francis. The 1-0 pitch fouled off back to the netting. One ball, one strike. Nettles with a big exhale. Brings the glove over his head in the motion. Turned and on and hit to left. And that will drop in front of Jones for a base hit for Ferris. You don't want to have a repeat of what happened in the top half of the inning if you're Richmond. Get two easy outs to start the inning and then a two out rally. As big Gordon Dahmeres comes up. Right handed batter. Home plate umpire taking a minute just to get all the paperwork in order.
6: Sure
1: uh, Dahmers takes a second. Dammers, ever- Steps into the box as Ferris leads off first. A healthy lead. Nettles throws to the plate. First pitch gets it over for strike one. 4-1 our score here in the bottom of the third at McLean Stadium at Michigan State University. Traverse City, St. Francis leading the Richmond Blue Devils. Pickoff move over the bag and I don't think Nettles ever had any thoughts of picking off Ferris. I think he just wanted to let him know that he's still thinking about him. Owen won the count. Dahmers waves the bat, now settles it down. Hits a ground ball fielded on two hops. Is G. He'll turn, throw it across the diamond, and Hitzelberger brings it in no problem for the third out. So a single doesn't come back to hurt the Blue Devils as they get the first scoreless inning against St. Francis. It's 4-1. to Richmond comes up to bat in the top of the fourth. You're listening to Get Stuck On sports.com.
8: Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. When you run with us on a Gator
4: UTV, (laughs) the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice and the trail meets its match because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer search john deere gator for more contact one of tri county equipment's
3: 10 locations in bad axe birch run burton Carroll, fenton lapeer marlette reese saginaw or sandusky or visit tri county equipment online at
0: tricountyequipment.com let's get back to the game with brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. your kids your schools your sports
1: Back on GetStuckOnSports.com. Richmond trying to claw its way back into this semifinal matchup against Traverse City-St. Francis. They trail 4-1. to one. They will have the bottom of the order, 7-8-9. ball and Saligan do up. Dabalier walked and got as far as third last time before the final out was made in the second. Through three innings. Have not had a 1-2-3 half inning yet this game. Peterson now in his fourth inning of work goes in the motion. First pitch high and away, easy take for Dabollier. Last inning, Richmond kind of slowed down the St. Francis train, winning their first inning, one nothing in the third after being outscored by a run in the first and three in the second. Two and zero the count after Dabollier jumps out of the way of one. Peterson wasting no time in the motion and that one's gonna catch the plate for strike one. Right now the flag down the right field line showing kind of a cross breeze from left field to right field. The 2-1 pitch, check swing, but it's a moot point as it's a called strike two. Two balls, two strikes to number 22, Mitch Dabalier. Here in the top of the fourth. Dabalier holds the bat over the right shoulder. Motion comes. Delivery. Fouled straight back into the netting. Count remains two and two. Dabalier taps home plate. Waits for the 2-2 once again. Sixth pitch of the at bat. And that one caught him. So a battle won by Davalier. Second free pass he's received in the first batter hit by Charlie Peterson. Now Jake Ball comes up, struck out swinging his first time. As it looks like, or excuse me, Ryan Nettles now coming up after Jake Ball was replaced. So Nettles first at bat, left-handed hitter, first pitch misses. think they're expecting Nettles to bunt. The third baseman, Mezalakovich, is in on the grass. Next pitch comes, misses low. Peterson has walked two and hit one, but I wouldn't say he's wild, and he's gonna get a, a meeting from the Traverse City St. Francis skipper, Tom Passanaw. So two and zero, oh, the count is, feels like Richmond. Starting to go on the offensive a little bit. Remind the athletes are more 2-0 fun. count as with a runner on first is during this uh, timeout. This remind you that we have our first annual Get Stuck On Sports golf outing coming up. It's going to be August 20th at the Elks in Port Huron. You can sign up today on GetStuckOnSports.com on the golf outing tab. Have a flyer there. You can go to our Twitter. We have... Twitter or Facebook have pages. If you want to print one out and sign one in or send in a form physically, you can do that too. Have plenty of great prizes for you. And we'd appreciate the support. You've been great to us all year. The 2-0 pitch now coming to Nettles. That one's going to miss away 3-0. First real crack in the armor for Peterson. Next pitch wildly misses again. Back-to-back free passes given up in the form of a hit-by-pitch, then a walk. Now Denny Saligan comes up, flew out to center field his first time up. Runners on first and second, nobody out. See what Coach Evans wants to do with his nine-hole hitter. I know Saligan can hit. Do you want to play small ball and get two runners into scoring position for the top of the order? G1 for two on the day for reference. Saligan holds the bat over the right-hand shoulder. Peterson checks second. First pitch turns the bunt, and he pushes it far foul down the third base line. The third base in Meslokovic is uh, – was not playing in by any means. So Saligan has enough speed. If He gets one down. Doesn't even have to be a perfect bunt. Could be bases loaded. As now he's coming in on the grass, playing the bunt. Shortstop Hitchens moves over, possibly to have to cover a steal. Owen won the count as Peterson comes set. The delivery pulls back. Back pick to first, no chance to get Nettles. Or I believe, do we have a courtesy runner in that I missed during the timeout? Can't read those baby blue numbers, especially on the front of the jerseys from Richmond from far away. One ball, one count. Saligan turns, puts a bunt down, but it bounces back foul. One and two is now Saligan's most likely going to have to swing away. Richmond looking to claw its way back to the game here in the fourth inning. It is four to one. They put one run back up in the third to make it a three-run deficit. First two runners get on via a walk and a hit batter. One-two pitch, high and away. Easy take for Saligan. Count evens at two aside. Saligan... Holding the bat over the right shoulder. Coming set, Peterson, slide step delivery, misses low, count runs full. Peterson in danger of putting his third batter in a row on without any balls in play. The payoff pitch coming, fouled high out of play down the first base side. The battle continues. Saligan steps out, now taps the plate, getting ready for the seventh pitch of this at-bat. Peterson holds the ball chest high, slide step delivery. It's going to be a chopper up the middle, fielded by Hitchens, and he won't be able to get anyone out. He booted it. Everyone will be safe on the error And by hook or by crook, Richmond's got the bases loaded and the top of the order coming up. I think Hitchens might have tried to figure out what play he wanted to make before he secured that ball. Wanted to see if he had time to step on second or if he had to fire over to first. Instead, he got neither of them. Bases loaded. That's going to be the third error of the game for St. Francis. As Carson G comes up, single was first time, struck out looking last time as he jumps out of the way of ball one. And here's where it gets a little tricky as a coach. You have some really good bats coming up. Peterson's been a bit wild. You tell them to be patient, and I think G has the green light as he swings and fouls one away, one and one. A lot of pitches already thrown this inning. Corners are in for the Gladiators. Meselyakovich and Richards in on the grass. Middle infield in double play depth. The 1-1 pitch. Ground ball fouled on the third base side. And Coach Evans hustles over for it and can't quite get it. Peterson. Takes his glove off for a moment. Realizes what he needs here. If he can get a strikeout and get the first out of the inning, at least have a double play to get him out of it, would be huge. 1-2 offering. Fastball hit down the right field line. That's going to slice foul and land near the bullpen down the right field line. Count remains 1-2. and two. So nothing coming easy for Charlie Peterson this inning. It's been a hit batter, a, a hit based on balls, and an error. So no hits <laughs> for the Blue Devils. The one-two pitch comes against the G. Off speed, misses inside. And the St. Francis faithful are gonna make their opinions heard on that one. They were ready for the punch out. Two and two the count out of the windup. Peterson the delivery swung on and missed a big strikeout to get out number one second straight time he's punched out Carson G now it'll be up to Ben Hitzelberger to drive in a run double play now gets the gladiators out of the inning and it's a lefty lefty matchup Double ear on third, Nettles on second, and Saligan on first, first pitch comes, is a called strike. So three runners on, a hit batter, a walk in an air, no hits in the inning for the Blue Devils, as Peterson in the 0-1 motion, turned on, hit hard, but foul down the first baseline. Would have been extra bases for sure, might have cleared the bases. As yes, now I can finally see the runner on second. That is Trey Taylor for Richmond. So Taylor the runner in for Nettles. Apologies to any Trey Taylor fans. Took me so long to get that. That's shame on me. As Hitzelberger calls time awaiting the 0-2 pitch. No balls, two strikes. The delivery. A pop-up hit well out of play. Those right field stands and grass has been peppered all day with foul balls. Count remains 0-2. And 2. But Again, nothing easy this inning for Charlie Peterson. Holding the glove in front of his face. Feet close together. Gets the sign from his catcher, Schmeckle, into the motion. 0 2 offering. Misses upstairs, 1 and 2. Pitch count has to be getting up there in this inning alone. 1 2 awaiting Hitzelberger. Into the motion. Delivery comes, and a swing and a miss on a nice curveball. Sixth punch out of the day for Peterson. And now with the bases loaded, Joe is gonna need a base hit to score a run. Peterson's one out away, one good pitch from getting out of an absolute jam. First pitch comes to Pirinello, off speed called strike one. Paranello got on with the fielder's choice, and with an error, paranello has been the only, well, it was actually his courtesy runner that scored, but his spot in the order, the only one that scored next pitch misses. Technically, Parker's been the one that scored. One ball, one strike. Dabalier at third, Taylor at second, Saligan at first. Peterson steps off. Parnello, open stance from the right side, of the 1 1 pitch. Swung on and missed. And now Peterson's a strike away from getting out of an, uh, just an absolute horrible situation that he, I mean, outside of the air, kind of got himself in. One and two the count. Peterson, the one-two offering. Fastball hit down the right field line, slicing foul now near the bullpen. That one's gonna come to rest on the, the steep hill. The hill, as I mentioned earlier, the closer you get to the right field line, the more of it there is. So I'd say there's about, almost close to eight to 10 feet of hill Right by the foul pole, you get out towards center field. There's maybe a foot or two. It is something that, like I have never seen before. The 1-2 offering coming, misses away. A good job by Schmeckel to block that and save a run. Textbook defense. Slid out, got his body in front of it. Reese Rinner waits on deck. Rinna and Perinello. Along with ear are the Blue Devils that have not recorded an out yet. Doesn't mean they've gotten hits every time, but they haven't recorded an out. The 2-2. Two, two. Uh, nope, we're going to have to wait a moment. Peterson steps off. Next pitch comes and strike three called, got Perinello looking. After loading the bases, Peterson will strike out the next three batters in order. The score will stay at four to one as we head to the bottom of the fourth here on GetStuckOnSports.com.
2: Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Grasha Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's j-e-p-s-o-n car co.com or give them a call at 810-662
1: Badger Sportswear, Nike,
0: North Face. Richardson, Let's Hatch, get back Clark, to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 9-1-2 due up for Traverse City. St. Francis here in the bottom of the fourth.
1: They got out of a huge jam, dodged a bullet, 4-1 to one the score after Richmond loaded the bases with nobody out, but it was Charlie Peterson who struck out the next three batters he faced. Got strikeouts 5, 6, and 7 on the day. It'll be Pritchard, Schmuckle, Sh- uh, Sh- and Hitchens due up. Pritchard walked and later scored his first time. Nettles coming into what will be his third inning of work. He came in in relief after just an inning and a third from Jake Ball. Nettles, though, last inning settled down. He's retired four, or, yeah, four of the last five batters. He's faced. First pitch comes to Nettles, from Nettles to Pritchard, and it's a called strike. Looks like Hudson Davenport might be heading down to the bullpen as Nettles goes into motion. A slow curveball misses for ball one. 1-1 pitch coming to Pritchard. Bounces on the plate,
6: 2-1.
1: Pritchard chokes up on the bat a bit. The 2-1 offering comes. Foul straight back. He's got a short, compact swing. Two balls, two strikes. Nettles into the motion. Offering comes. Swung on and no, they're going to say a foul. No, they're going to say it was strike three as Perinello picks it up, throws down to first to complete the strikeout. First strikeout for Ryan Nettles. One up, one down. Coming up now, leadoff hitter Aiden Schmuckel. Gotten on both times, once on a walk, once on a double. He drove in two runs last time. First pitch, a breaking ball, not over for a strike. One ball, no strikes. Next pitch. Turn on rope down the right field line, and that will hook just foul. Wow. Got all the way on that hill in right field. He absolutely smoked that one, was just a bit out in front of it. Aiden Schmuckle awaits the 1-1 pitch from Nettles. Turns on and hits it deep to right field. Going back, and that one is over the fence. Is it fair? No foul ball. If that, Wow. If it's the same distance down both lines, 340, that one must have gone 370. Schmuckle absolutely crushed it. Instead, it's just strike two. Next pitch comes, and he'll go the opposite way and get it down inside the left field line. Going around first, second, and and Jones overruns it, so it'll be a stand-up double. Let's see if they give Jones an error on that. Either way, it's going to be a base hit for Schmuckle, it just depends if it's going to be a single or a double. As Schmuckle comes out. No, he's just going to hand off a a piece of protective gear. One on one out here in the fourth. So now coming up, Hitchens. First pitch to him, swung on and missed. So we're going to call that a double. Second in a row for Schmuckle. But Richmond probably lucky he's standing on second and not going around the base paths. After that foul ball he hit with one strike. The 0-1 pitch comes, line drives center field, Saligan goes in, now comes back and will bring it in. Misjudged it for a moment, but ultimately makes the play for out number two. That brings up Charlie Peterson. Peterson the hero last inning on the mound. He struck out three straight Blue Devils. Peterson, near the back of the right-handed batter's box. First pitch comes. That bounce, did that hit him? No, but it got far away enough from Parnello that moved up Schmuckle to third base. Parinello goes out, just has about a sentence or two with Nettles before going back behind the dish. 1-0 the count. Charlie Peterson looking to add on to the lead here for Traverse City-St. Francis. Set, ground ball, that's off Nettles. Coming up to field it is G throws over to first, and they got him! What a throw by Carson G to play it off of Ryan Nettles. It was a bang-bang play at first. The 1-5-3 put out gets Richmond out of the inning and prevents another run from scoring. We head to the fifth. St. Francis up 4-1 over Richmond. You're listening to High School Semi-Final Softball on GetStuckOnSports.com. Since
5: 1923, Mama Vickie's has been Port Huron's original Coney Island with two convenient locations to serve you. Mama Vicky's Downtown is open Monday through Saturday from 11am to 7pm. Mama Vicky's North End is open Sunday through Thursday from 7am to 4pm, and Fridays and Saturdays they stay open till 8pm. With delicious Coney dogs for only a buck 59, you can make every day a Coney day. That's right, Coney's for just $1.59. 59. Mama Vicky's, a port here on original since 1923.
0: Let's get back to the, the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: Back on GetStuckOnSports.com. Richmond trails 4-1. to one. They will have Renna Davenport and Jackson Jones do up. So here with nine outs left to go for Richmond, they trail by three runs. They had a great opportunity to score a run last inning. After the bases were loaded with nobody out, but then three straight strikeouts by Charlie Peterson. Again, I don't track pitch count, but I have to imagine he's up near 70 or 80 pitches. The one thing the Richmond batters have done, despite only having three hits on the day, they've drawn three walks, been hit once. They've made Peterson work. So maybe if you can get to the St. Francis bullpen, make it a little easier on your bats. First pitch coming to Rinna, misses for ball one. Rinna, a walk and a base hit in his two at bats. Into the windup, Peterson, pitch called strike one one ball one strike Rina a relaxed stance in the left-handed box curveball comes and he gets no misses for ball two and I'm not in the best spot to judge ball and strikes but there was no argument from many St. Francis fans, so the 2-1 pitch now comes, that's a fastball. That one is strike two to Renna. Two balls, two strikes. Yeah, one, two, two, to to Peterson likes to get into a rhythm. The 2-2 offering coming, and it's foul tipped into the glove of Schmuckle. That is the fourth straight punch out for Charlie Peterson. Eighth of the game as Hudson Davenport comes up, a strikeout and a single for the big fella from the right-handed side. Well, Davenport, will try to break four Davenport, despite his big frame, has a lot has a good amount of speed to him as the first pitch jumps out of the way. Very nimble for his size. want to know the count delivery from Peterson and they're going to say it hit Davenport if it did it didn't hit him much but it's going to be a free pass for the designated hitter for Richmond now Jackson Jones comes up to bat Jones another right-handed hitter some traffic on the base pass First pitch comes, turns the bunt, pulls it back, called strike one. Owen won the count. Jones, two really good swings, but no hits to show for it. Breaking ball in the dirt evens the count at one aside. First time up, Jones hit a line shot right at Hitchens at short. Last time up. Hit a line drive into the left center gap, but Groves hadn't played perfectly. Just had to range a little bit to his right to get it out. Next pitch, fastball away. Throw down to first. The swipe tag on Davenport won't get him. Davenport didn't even have to slide back. Counts two and one. Big leg kick delivery. Line drive in the left center gap and that's not gonna be able to cut. That's gonna roll all the way to the wall. Coming around third and heading home is Davenport. It's gonna be an RBI double for Jackson Jones. You knew if he kept swinging the bat like that he'd be rewarded. Hard hit ball from the left fielder. And the RBI double cuts the lead to two now. Mitch D'Abelier comes up. So now Mitch D'Abelier comes up. Not put a ball in play yet. A walk and a hit by pitch. Has a runner on second and Jackson Jones only one away. Right fielder Ferris not playing particularly deep. rest of the outfield playing about normal depth. Playing very far away from the line, too, as the first pitch comes, called strike one. Richmond's had traffic on the base paths in every inning. No one, two, three innings. Closest they came was in the second. Mitch D'Abelier walked, as here D'Abelier follows one back, 0-2 the count. So it's not been from a lack of base runners or really a lack of hits. I mean, four hits in five innings isn't great, but by no means is this Blue Devil lineup being dominated by Peterson. He's just gotten the big outs when he's needed to, and that's why here in the top of the fifth it's 4-2. to Peterson going to throw down to second, and unbothered is Jones, who's back standing up. Oh and to the count. Peterson set, next pitch, ground ball, left side, fielded on a backhand by Moz Mosle- but the throw over won't be in time. Had to juggle it momentarily. So that will hold Jones. But Dobelir gets down. Let's see what they score it. They're gonna score it an error. So, an error, the fourth of the game for Traverse City St. Francis. Not too often, you see the hit total about the same. And in fact, Richmond pitching's only walked two and hit none. Traverse City St. Francis pitching has given up five free passes. So, more walks, more errors, only one less hit for Richmond. And they're still trailing four to two. You got to imagine. St. Francis can't keep getting away with it as there's runners on first and second one out to Nettles. First pitch is going to miss for ball one. First time up, Nettles walked. Peterson looks in, comes set. 1-0 pitch inside, and that is going to be a strike called. Richmond crowds the plate, so the pitch that may appear inside in relation to the batter is very likely over part of the plate. Nettles turns to bunt and lays one down right in front of it. Pitcher Peterson picks it up, throws the first, and it will get away from the, the second baseman, And now coming in to score is going to be Jackson Jones. Runners on the corners with one out. Richmond's a base hit away from tying this ball game. Fifth error of the game for Traverse City St. Francis. Runners on the corners for Denny Saligan as the gladiator skipper comes out is that going to be the end of the day it will be the end of the day for charlie peterson so he goes four and a third innings let's see who they bring in before we take a break who's that coming on the mound either way four to three saint francis still leads but the tying run 90 feet away for the blue devils Looks like that's number one on the mound, Jack Hitchens. So we'll take a break. We'll figure out all the defensive alignments. We'll be back in a moment. Four to three, Richmond still trails, but they are threatening here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Since
5: 1923, Mama Vickie's has been Port Huron's original Coney Island with two convenient locations to serve you. Mama Vicky's downtown is open Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., Mama Vicky's North End is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Fridays and Saturdays they stay open till 8 p.m. With delicious Coney Dogs for only a buck fifty-nine, you can make every day a coney day. That's right, coney's for just $1.59. Mama Vicky's a port here on Original since 1923.
0: Let's get back to to the game with Brady Beaton on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on
1: on GetStuckOnSports.com. Richmond has a great opportunity. As Peterson now at first, Hitchens on the mound. One thing to look out here for with Coach Scott Evans, suicide squeeze might be in order with Denny Saligan. Runner on third is Dabalier. He's got the speed to do it. First pitch comes. That's a called strike. Count goes to 0 and 1. Nettles at first. Dabalier at third. Back to back errors by the Gladiators kept Richmond in this game. Next pitch comes in the dirt, but a good block by Schmeckel. We're still trying to figure out all this movement. As Cody Richards is now the third baseman. Saligan, oh, for two today, got on with an error last time. One one ball, one strike, one out, two runners on. Swung on, fouled straight back to the backstop. Richmond trails by a run four to three. If you look at, again, if you look at just about every statistic, walks, errors, even hits, they're almost even. It's 5-4 to four in, in favor of Traverse City-St. Francis. You'd think that Richmond would be ahead right now, and while they're closing in, pickoff move over to first. Back in sliding is going to be, I'm assuming that's Taylor again. Trey Taylor, the courtesy runner. 1-2 and two the count to Salgan. Tying run 90 feet away in the form of Mitch Dabalier. Ground ball, hit fair down the third baseline. Coming in to score is going to be Doppelier around second into third is is going to be Taylor and a RBI double for Denny Saligan. Ties the game at four. If you're Traverse City, St. Francis, you were playing with fire for so long, at some point this Richmond lineup was going to burn you three runs now home here in the top of the fifth and the one thing I really like about this Richmond lineup is last inning was deflating after loading the bases and nobody out three straight strikeouts all they do is bounce back and put up three runs in the next inning first pitch fouled back off the bat of Carson G 4-4, 4-4, four to four. it's a brand new ball game here at McLean Stadium at Michigan State University. Carson G has the chance to give the Blue Devils their first lead of the ball game. 0-1 pitch, little dribbler to third, fielding it is Richards. He'll throw over to first and saving an error is Peterson. He had to come off the bag and make the tag. So G out on the ground out, other runners had to hold, two down. But St. Francis having the yips out there, already five errors in the ball game, and it took a nice play from Peterson to save a sixth. Ben Hitzelberger comes up, 0 for 2 today, a sack bunt and two strikeouts. First time he gets to the face a right-handed pitcher. Pitch comes, misses outside. Top of the fifth, 4 to 4, Richmond and St. Francis tied. Coming set, Hitchens. Curveball does not break enough into the zone. Count goes to 2 0 oh on Hitzelberger. Eighth batter of the inning has two runners in scoring position. Has Taylor at third and Saligan at second. Plenty of speed out there. The 2 0 oh pitch. Called strike. Ooh. Nips the outside corner. Two and one the count. Coming set, big leg kick from Hitchens. Misses low and away. Count swells to three and one. Richmond dugout excited. They smell blood in the water. At one point it felt like Richmond on their heels. They are 100% on the offensive here. 3-1 pitch comes, fouled back out of play and into the stands. Counts full. Three balls, two strikes, two outs. Two runners on, three runs home this inning for the Richmond Blue Devils. Four to four to the score in the top of the fifth. The payoff pitch comes. Fly ball, center field shallow. Racing in for it grows, and he'll settle underneath it for the final out. Eight batters come to the plate. Three runs come across the score for Richmond. It is a brand new ball game. Four for Richmond, four for Traverse City, St. Francis. We head to the bottom of the fifth. You're listening to semifinal high school softball here on GetStuckOnSports.com.
4: When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's
3: 10 locations in Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. We welcome you to make Port
10: Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.
0: Let's get back B: to the game B. B. with Brady yes. Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: Bottom of the fifth, and we're in a situation we haven't been in since the top of the first, a tie ball game. Richmond put up three runs in the top half of the inning. Four to four our score is Hudson Davenport now on the mound. The imposing right handed pitcher. So Nettles went will go let's see here. Came in after one and a third, so he will go for three or two and two thirds as Davenport now on the mound with the game tied. Davenport going to work out of the windup. First pitch comes here to Cody Richards. Called strike. Richards one for two on the day. They fly out in a RBI single. Next pitch fouled off the netting down the first base side. Richmond dugout has a lot of life right now. The 0-2 pitch comes, misses high and away. one One and two, Davenport works quickly, a quick fastball away for ball two. Two balls, two strikes, next pitch. Line drive up the middle, base hit for Cody Richards. Caught up to that fastball. That's his second single today. Leadoff hitter gets aboard. Davenport, the future Eastern Michigan Eagle. Gonna have to go into the stretch. Still waiting for a one, two, three inning here today. Won't get it this inning. As Muzilakovic comes up, turns to bunt, just kind of pokes at it and misses for ball one. Owen won the count as Davenport checks the runner at first. 0-1, oh pitch is low. One and one the count. There's a lock of it, a strikeout and a flyout in his two at-bats. St. Francis has shown a, a willingness to play small ball. They did it in the first two innings and now with the tie game, I think they might have to return to that. Pitch comes. Misses upstairs, two balls, one strike. Four to four our score, Richmond and Traverse City, St. Francis tied after a three run top of the fifth. Hudson Davenport now on the mound. Comes set, the ball waist high, pitch comes. Bunt goes back to Davenport, he will turn and fire to first, no thought of going to second. Third sacrifice bunt of the day for St. Francis. Now Josh Groves comes up, a double and a flyout in his two Mm -hmm. at-bats. Groves, the The chance to give St. Francis lead right back. First pitch comes and that is outside, maybe a bit high. Davenport a stark contrast to some of the other pitchers especially Ball in the pace that he moves he comes set and he does not waste any time next pitch misses away 2-0 runner on second is Richards As Davenport looks in, comes set holding the ball at the belt 2-0 pitch comes, pulls the button back but it's a called strike two balls, one strike Aiden Ferris waits on deck, he's one for one today, a sack bunt and a single. Davenport feigns a throw to second, keeping an eye on Richards. He's the go-ahead run here in the bottom of the fifth. Next pitch comes, fastball, got it over for strike two. And a big batter here at a critical juncture. Groves You give them the lead as a line drive hit to center field. That will get in front of Saligan. Saligan can't field it as Groves is going to come around in the score. The throw to second. They put the tag on, but the ball pops away. So an RBI base hit for Groves and St. Francis is right back in the lead. Saligan did not field that cleanly. Got under his glove, I think he was looking up to throw before he had the ball. Had a chance to get Groves at second and did not. And they're gonna give a hit and an error. So an RBI single for Groves with an error. Don't know if that error's on the throw at second or the ball getting underneath the glove. Either way, it's an error. As Ferris. Steps in. Chance to pad this lead a little bit. One on one out here in the bottom of the fifth. First pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike one. Owen won the count. Again, this is Game two of four semifinals we had. Marysville already cashed their ticket to a state championship game. Next pitch, swung on and missed 0-2 on Ferris. First time in 30 years the Vikings are going to a state championship. Mooney, in their first final four ever, they will be tomorrow. I'll have them on stream two. And Richmond Softball looking to get back to a state championship game for the third time in a decade. Dennis will have that over on stream one tomorrow. Oh, and to the count to Aiden Ferris. Davenport delivers, swung on and missed, got him. Looked like he got the fastball by him. Only the third strikeout today for Richmond pitching first for Davenport. Runner on second is Groves. And Corden Domrez comes up. 0-for-1 today. He was hit by a pitch and grounded out. First pitch to Dahmers. A off-balance swing for strike one. 0-and-1 the count. Davenport turns, doesn't throw to second, but at least looks him back. pitch comes, fouled straight back, quickly 0-2. Davenport relying heavily on that quick fastball, but St. Francis hasn't had too much trouble with it. Count 0-2, they've already pushed across one run, they have a runner in scoring position in Groves. 0-2 the count, Davenport looks back, Pitch comes just too far up the ladder. One ball, two strikes, the count to Domrez. One ball, two strike. Pitch comes in the dirt, and Parnello, no, it's going to be a called strike three. A very (laughs) delayed strike three call from the home plate umpire. But I'm sure Richmond will take it even if it was a little bit delayed. So Richmond strikes out two with Davenport on the mound, but St. Francis gets one back. We head to the sixth, Traverse City, St. Francis five, Richmond four. We'll be back in a moment on GetStuckOnSports.com.
0: Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: Heart of the order due up for Richmond, Pardello, Renna, Davenport. Five to four, St. Francis leads. As Jake Hitchens coming in for his second inning of work, he had to kind of clean up a mess last time. First pitch comes to Parnello. And a check swing, but it's over for a strike nonetheless. Jack took over on the mound last inning. It's been back and forth all game long. First four runs are scored by St. Francis. Next four by Richmond as the 0-1 pitch bounces in the dirt. Easy take for Pernello. Next four runs were scored by Richmond, and then St. Francis scored their fifth run in the bottom of the fifth here in the top of the sixth. 5-4, to St. Francis leads. Next pitch, and that hits. That hits Perinello. The sixth free pass given up by Traverse City St. Francis. That brings up Reese Rinna. A walk, a single, and a strikeout in his three at-bats. Good lead for Parinello over at first. Rinna tries to lay down a bunt, and did it go fair? No, they're going to say foul. or A called strike, and they threw Parinello out at second. From up here, I thought that contact was made, but there's no argument from Richmond. So it looks like Rinna did not make any contact, and Perinello caught stealing for out number one. I think Perinello was a bit confused as well. Next pitch goes outside. Ball one. The wave of momentums, the tides have shifted all game long. And in just this inning alone, you've had it shift. Two and one now the count. Nobody on, one out for Reese Rinna. Two and one coming up to a really good hitter in Rinna. Pitch comes outside for ball three. Renna awaiting the 3-1 offering. Swings on it. Chopper to the right side. Fielded on the run by Peterson at first. Flips over to Hitchinson. The pitcher covering for out number two. A 3 to one ground out. That brings up Hudson Davenport. Davenport a strikeout, a single, and was hit by a pitch and later scored his last time up. Now the pitcher for Richmond. First pitch coming to Davenport. He will take for the first strike of the at-bat. Hitchens working out of the windup from the first base side of the rubber. And time was called as Hitchens was into the motion. Five to four the score. St. Francis leading here with two outs in the top of the sixth. Next pitch comes, misses low in the dirt. Richmond kind of snuck up on you even though it's been a longer game. Down to their final four outs. One ball, one strike. Pitch comes, misses away, two and one. No, called strike. Again, very big delay between when the umpire makes his call, which I cannot hear from the press box, and him going up with the right hand. One and two, the count pitch to Davenport, comes. Swings on it, fouled straight back to the backstop. Davenport taps the plate a couple times, twirls the bat in his hands. The one-two offering comes, misses at the eyes, two and two. Nobody on two outs, Parnello got on and then was caught stealing on kind of a wacky play. Rinna then grounded out to the first baseman. The two-two pitch come to Davenport, swung on and missed. He was swinging or spinning in that batter's box. A big strikeout for Jack Hitchens, gets him out of the inning. Richmond going to be down to their last three outs. They're going to look to hold Traverse City-St. Francis in the bottom of the sixth. We'll be back in a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com.
0: on on GetStuckOnSports.com, your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: Back on on GetStuckOnSports.com, Traverse City, St. Francis gonna try to add a little bit of insurance before Richmond comes back up to bat in the seventh. They lead five to four. Winner will take on either Buchanan or University of Liggett. That game will be played at the conclusion of this one. The scheduled start time for that was 5 p.m. Missed that by a bit as Davenport on the mound. First pitch coming to the nine-hole hitter Jack Pritchard misses upstairs. Davenport works quickly. Big pop-up. That's going to be converged on the second baseman. D'Abelier brings it in for out number one. So one up, one down as Aiden Schmuckle comes up. He's been a thorn in the side of the Richmond Blue Devils. He missed a home run by about a couple feet, and that's not off the wall. That was foul. First pitch, he inside outs it over down the third base dugout. Schmuckle crushed one that went about... Five feet foul, but about 30 feet over the right field fences last time up. The O one one pitch out in front of that one. That one goes into the Richmond dugout. and 2 the count. and 2 the count. Pitch comes. Misses upstairs. Easy take for Schmuckle. Davenport gets the ball back quickly. Already into the windup. The 1-2. Swung on and missed. Foul tipped into the glove. And they get a dangerous hitter out. In Aiden Schmuckle. Third strikeout for Hudson Davenport. And he's doing exactly what you need if you're Richmond. You're down one. You don't want to let any padding go up. On the St. Francis side, Richmond, by the way, if you're curious who's due up as the first pitch comes now to Jack Hitchens, it is a called strike. You'll have Jones, Dabalier, and then who's ever hitting in the eighth spot. That's been kind of up and down the 0-1 pitch. A chopper hit to short. Picked up by G. Throw over to first and a bang-bang play, but they still get him. So a 1-2-3 inning. For the Blue Devils. They're down to their final three outs. They need to at least push across a run here in the seventh. We'll be back in a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marys or Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee.
0: Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: Last chance for the Richmond Blue Devils here on GetStuckOnSports.com from McLean Stadium at Michigan State University. Five to four, Traverse City, St. Francis leads Richmond. It will be Jones, Dabalier, and then we'll see who comes up in the eighth spot. Jones comes up, ripped a double in between left and right field. He's had three great swings as Jack Hitchens looks to get them out of this game and onto the state finals. 5-4, 5 to 4 the score Richmond needs at least one run turning to bunt and pulling it back is Jones what I've noticed before in the again I haven't seen a ton of games from Richmond this year but when I have if they're showing a bunt like that they're probably taking a strike the 10 pitch comes and that one over for strike 1 cuz the way Jackson Jones has been swinging the bat I don't see any reason why You have him lay down a bunt. One ball, one strike. Pitch comes to Jones. He puts one. It's a little pop-up to short. Going back for it is Mozlakovic, and he brings it in for out number one. Mozlakovic had to range back a bit but brought it in. Mitch Dabalier comes up. Coming up. In the batter's box, that looks like number five, I believe, Skylar Lowers. First pitch comes to Dabalier. It is a called strike. Hitchens working with a lot of confidence right now. Excuse me, that's number six in the batter's box, Jake Ball. Next pitch, hit high in the air to right field, Ferris just camps underneath it, brings it in for out number two. Coming down to their last out, and Jake Ball gets re-entered. So Ball, the last gasp for the Richmond Blue Devils. Denny Saligan waits on deck, Ball taps home plate, first pitch coming and it will be taken for strike one. Owen won the count. Owen one, pitch coming to ball, swung on and missed, Richmond down to their last strike. Ball calls time. 0-2, oh he just needs to find any way he can get on base. put it to Denny Saligan. 0-2 oh the count, pitch comes. Swung on and missed, and Traverse City St. Francis knocks off Richmond. They will go to the state championship game. They beat the Blue Devils five to four. We'll be back to tell you all about it here on the Get Stuck on Sports post-game show.
2: Marine City Nursery is a wholesale retail garden center and gift shop that has been family owned and operated for over 90 years. Located at 5304 Marine City Highway in China Township, Marine City Nursery handles a wide variety of evergreens, deciduous trees, shrubs, and perennials. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sundays. Don't plan your landscaping project without a visit to Marine City Nursery.
5: Since 1923, Mama Vicky's has been Port Huron's original Coney Island with two convenient locations to serve you. Mama Vicky's Downtown is open Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Mama Vicky's North End is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m., and Fridays and Saturdays, they stay open till 8 p.m. With delicious Coney dogs for only a buck fifty-nine, you can make every day a Coney day. That's right, Coney's for just $1.59. Mama Vicky's, a port here on Original since 1923.
3: Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Hey guys, Open six AM to a.m. to, to 9 let
1: you know that is long, now at their- visit- brand new location. Marketing. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger sportswear, Nike. Looking North for that perfect first Richardson vehicle has, for your kid's suite 16? Maybe
2: Don't you wait. just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepsen has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O dot com. Or give them a call at 810 Art on the River, three days of art
3: and music featuring local artists, crafters, and bands hosted by citizens for a vibrant community, June 11th, 12th, and 13th at Kiefer Park near downtown Port Huron. Come on down to the shores of the St. Clair River and enjoy this three-day family-friendly event. For more information, including times and featured artists, go to Art on the River. Riverph.com. That's Art on the River, PH.com. Come to Art on the River, June 11th, 12th, and 13th in Port Huron, hosted by citizens for a
0: vibrant community. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: Back here on GetStuckOnSports.com, Richmond Falls, the Traverse City, St. Francis, five to four, their run ends in the semi-final. Their season will end at 30 and six. They add a r- district and regional title to the banners in the gymnasium. In the game, it was a, uh, try, a three-pronged effort from the Richmond pitching. Jake Ball showed up, he pitched one and a third innings and gave up four earned runs. Ryan Nettles came in, didn't give up any earned runs, was pulled, Hudson Davenport, the first batter he faced would come across a score, but besides that, did well in his relief appearance. But it wasn't enough for Richmond. They gave up the first four runs of the ballgame and then stormed back. But the inning that's going to haunt the Blue Devils is the fourth. They loaded the bases, bottom of the order, hit by a pitch, a walk, and an error. Bases loaded, nobody out. You have the top of the order coming up. Strikes out the next three batters. Charlie Peterson, who pitched masterfully in his four-and-a-third innings for Traverse City-St. Francis. The next inning, however, they scored three more runs. Davenport, Jones, and Dabalier all came across to score, and it was four-to-four. Then the bottom of the next inning, as I mentioned, Cody Richards singled and an RBI from Josh Groves scored him to make it 5-4, to four, and that's where the score would stay. Well, thank you for joining us. I'd like to remind you that tomorrow we have two more semifinal games. We will have Richmond softball and Cardinal Mooney baseball. Tentative start times, Mooney should start at about 5, and Richmond softball should start at 5.30. For reference, the 5 o'clock game that was supposed to start here, well, probably won't start till about 6.45. So you make sure to follow us on social media on our Twitter, G underscore Stuck on Sports. We'll put out updates there for you to let you know when the game will exactly start. But as for my broadcast here, Richmond Falls, to Traverse City St. Francis 5-4. to four. Their season comes to an end. Thank you for joining me. I've been Brady Beaton for GetStuckOnSports.com. Have a wonderful evening.